welcome to a brand new edition of the Popcorn Real Podcast with me, Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. On this edition... Time is the thing. Time is the essential piece of interpretation. An in-depth review of the new film by Todd Field, Tar, starring Kate Blanchett. That's coming up on this brand new edition of the Popcorn Reel Podcast. Welcome back to the Popcorn Real Podcast with me, Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. Welcome back. It's great to be back as we are in the month of October now and award season is well and truly underway. And one of the films that is going to undoubtedly win awards is the film Tar, directed by Todd Field. This is his first film in 16 years and it stars Kate Blanchett. Here's a clip from Tar. Time is the thing. Uh-huh. Time is, is the essential piece of uh, interpretation. You cannot start without me. See, I start the clock. Now, my left hand it shapes, but my right hand, the second hand, marks time and moves it forward. However, unlike a clock, sometimes my second hand stops, which means that time stops. Now, the illusion is that Like you, I'm responding to the orchestra in real time, making the decision about the right moment to restart the thing or reset it or throw time out the window altogether. The reality is that right from the very beginning, I know precisely what time it is and the exact moment that you and I will arrive at our destination together. That was a clip from early on in the brand new film Tar, directed by Todd Field, stars Kate Blanchett. And Kate Blanchett was in the clip you just heard playing Lydia Tar, a world-renowned composer and conductor who now plays at the Berlin Philharmonic. And she is in New York in the scene you just heard, speaking to New Yorker writer Adam Gopnik in a kind of talk of the town session for a New Yorker festival. And she talks about her craft and about time and about how she has the power to stop and start time. Sounds a tad bit arrogant, wouldn't you say? But that is the hallmark of the character that you see in the film Tar. Blanchett does an excellent job of portraying a conductor who has a lot of power. And in fact, if you look at the movie poster for this film, you will see Kate Blanchett, but you won't see her face. And I think there's a very particular reason why. Because this film is not about Lydia Tarr as a person. It's about Lydia Tarr as someone powerful. In fact, the fact that you don't see her face, I think is very clear and very intentional. Because Lydia Tarr is a symbol of something. Lydia Tarr is power. And that is what the film is about. Todd Field has crafted a two hour and 38 minute masterwork. I really do think so. But it took me two viewings to get to that point. The first time I saw the film, I was completely underwhelmed. 
And perhaps it was because I saw one of the teaser trailers. And half the things in that trailer were not in the movie that I saw. And so I kind of came away from it being very disenchanted and underwhelmed. And when I watched the film again, I was thoroughly, thoroughly turned around. And the poster is quite a masterstroke in and of itself. Because not only do we not see Kate Blanchett's face, we see as if we are looking up at her, which suggests one thing and one thing only, power and leverage, which also suggests that the character that she plays towers over you, as she really does when you watch this film, thanks to the brilliance and excellence of Kate Blanchett in what is undoubtedly her best film performance. She does tower over the screen, she towers over the film, but she doesn't stop the film in its tracks, unlike some actors who do the scenery chewing. The Cape Blanchett's performance is very layered, and it is richly detailed. In the scene you just heard, the excerpt from that scene that you just heard, Cape Blanchett is the performer. Well, the craftsperson, the someone who is completely in control of where she is. She can talk about film composing, or I should say music scores, and classical European music forever. She can do that. And she's completely at ease and at home in doing so. And so that's what you heard there. Then you'll hear different flavors and different iterations of the character that she plays later on. And some of those are rather nasty and quite disturbing. And this film takes on a little bit of a roller coaster ride, although it's sometimes quite imperceptible how Todd Field dials up and dials down the dimensions and modulations of this character, just the way that Kate Blanchett does it. It's as if they're both playing games with each other, a bit of collaboration, but a little bit of trickery. They're having fun, but they're having fun in a way that is absorbing, absorbing, powerful, profound, tricky, uncomfortable, cold, savage, comedic, and so many other words I can use to describe how you might feel about this film. Now, Todd Field had not directed a film since 2006 with little children, but this film is certainly worth the wait after 16 years. And Todd Field, I think, has put together a very, very good film, well-crafted. He wrote the screenplay for it as well. And it is essentially about Lydia Tarr, who is not just a genius composer and the only woman to be a principal conductor in the history of German music and classical music in German history. This is also about someone who desperately, desperately runs afoul of where she really should be. This is a manual about power and how not to when it comes to power and how power has an effect on those around Lydia Tarr. And there are many people around Lydia Tarr, her dutiful assistant, who is a very, very good performer, played by Noemi Merlant, who was in the film of a few years ago, Portrait of a Lady, I believe was the name of the film. Not quite sure if that's the exact title of it. But it certainly was a really good performance by Noemi Merlant in that film. And here again, she is very good, Noemi Merlant does a very good job 
in this film as the assistant to Lydia Tarr, who's also her love interest as well, at least at one point, and now is her assistant. She too is an aspiring conductor. Her name in the film is Francesca. Francesca, someone who is trying to keep things in order, even though she is a dissatisfied person, mostly dissatisfied with Lydia Tarr herself. Lydia also surrounds herself with others, including someone that we begin to find out more about later on in the film. She's surrounding herself with people that she loves, people that she perhaps doesn't like too much. But power is all about keeping your friends close and your enemies closer. And Lydia Tarr does that with aplomb here. She really does manage to ingratiate herself with people until she disposes of them cruelly, wickedly and very coldly. And throughout, it's the camera work of Florian Hofmeister that gives us this detachment without completely alienating us and at the same time without telling us how to feel about this character, Lydia Tarr. It's obvious who Lydia Tarr is as we go through these two hours and 38 minutes, which, by the way, travel very quickly. We clearly see who Lydia Tarr is as a person. Undoubtedly, she is very good at her day job. We know that. But we know that she is someone that is not necessarily the best kind of person. Let me put it very mildly indeed. And Todd Field and Kate Blanchett collaborate so well together. It's hard sometimes to figure out who exactly is directing this film. Well, obviously, Todd Field is, and he does a very good job at that. But I'm talking about how the direction of this film is shaped. And it's really Kate Blanchett exclusively who's doing this with her performance. Without her performance, this film would be an ordinary film. It would probably be a snooze fest. But Kate Blanchett keeps proceedings interesting and lively. But not only Blanchett, there's also the performance by Nina Haas. Nina Haas is a celebrated and legendary German actor. And Nina Haas plays the longtime wife of Lydia Tarr. And Nina Haas is Sharon in this film. And they live together in Berlin in a really beautiful apartment. My goodness me, I would love to live in an apartment that looks like that one. I think you would too by the time you see this movie. And their relationship has its testing times as well. They have a young daughter, their daughter, named Petra. And there's a fleeting relationship between Petra and Lydia. And then there's some interesting things that go on in the name of Petra, where Lydia is concerned. I'll keep it like that. I will not tell you about that. You have to watch this film to believe what you see. And Kate Blanchett knows how to calibrate the character that she plays. And I think this by far is her best screen work in the film industry. I think there's nothing she's done before this that is, approaches the level of quality and dexterity. And I love the way that Todd Field plays these events out. He does not tell you who and what to favor or feel. He tells you to feel something. He clearly does, but he doesn't tell you that you have to like this character. And why do you have to like a character? I think it's one of those things in the film that we're always told that you're supposed to like a good guy and we're supposed to test a bad guy. Kate Blanchett's character is all of the above in this film. And one of the things that you learn when you watch Tar is that nothing is set in stone. And although power is something that Lydia Tar wields very ruthlessly, we see how fragile 
this character is as well. She is not as imperious as she seems, but she also isn't as delicate and as vulnerable as she is or appears to be at times. What I think Todd Field does with this film is present a slice of humanity to you. These arguments about whether or not an artist and a human being who is private are one and the same person, I think are quite frankly superfluous arguments, arguments that really shouldn't even be engaged in. Because as far as I'm concerned, the artist and the person are one and the same. They are one and the same person. The way that an artist operates is informed by the human being that they are. You cannot possibly separate those two things. And it's in Tar where you are invited, at least, to think about Woody Allen, to think about Harvey Weinstein, to think about Bill Cosby and other people in the film industry or in any industry or any walk of life who may seem like very accomplished and enjoyable people in terms of the art that they perform and produce, but yet in their private lives are the most wretched and disgusting people you would ever, ever want to be around. In fact, you'd want to avoid them at any cost. They are one and the same person. They aren't two separate people. And I think our society likes to believe that somehow you can separate someone's art from who they are. When someone is an artist, they pour who they are into their art. It is just something that's inescapable. And so therefore, you cannot really separate those two. And I think it's a false argument to express or claim that you can. Now, what Todd Field does, I think quite remarkably in this film, is through his cinematic devices, actually does seek to separate these two entities of Lydia Tarr. Kate Blanchett, of course, plays a very important role in doing that herself until the variables of these two entities really collide into each other. And I think that's what Todd Field as a director does as well. He blends these two entities until you can't separate them. And I think that's the point. I think that is the point. Lydia Tarr is conceited. Lydia Tarr has a lack of any sense of decorum at times. She's someone who is extremely funny and very intelligent and very intimidating. And she also can be, I think, very vulnerable and can at times be a very, very endangered person. But as endangered as she could be in some of the scenes in this film, that's as how devastating and as humiliating as she can be in other scenes of the film. And the performance that Blanchett gives is seamless in many ways. You really don't see where one aspect of this character ends and another aspect of this character begins. We're told that she has traveled all over the world and has been at symphony orchestras and philharmonics all over the world. And we are told that she is a finely tuned individual. But we already know from the very start that a lot of what Adam Gopnik, the writer, says that you heard in the clip briefly that I played earlier is going to be really shot down pretty quickly. And we already see it in the first few minutes of the film. And that is a very intriguing thing. So we know 
from the very start that perhaps Lydia Tart isn't all that she is cracked up to be. And that's what Todd Field does not really judge. This is not an exercise in Michael Haneke filmmaking. This is a film that is a bit more accessible than some of the work that Michael Haneke directs. And it's a lot less judgmental than that. In fact, Todd Field doesn't really judge his main character at all. That is the beauty of restraint. It might be frustrating for viewers, but it is something that creates a lot more tension and discomfort in the audience when they watch, especially when Blanchett's character really goes to town on certain people in the film. It makes for a very uncomfortable watch at times. But unlike Haneke, Todd Field does not condemn or indict, nor is he so brutal or stone cold as to realize that there are human beings who have a pulse and he doesn't want to judge or indict that. He is not about the contempt. He is about the display and he is about asking you to make up your mind about how you feel about Lydia Tarr. Is she someone that you would invite, invite over for a cup of tea or for a drink or for a walk? Would you walk the street with Lydia Tarr? Would you have a conversation with her? And how intimidated would you feel? Or how entranced and enchanted would you feel? How delighted would you feel? Because Lydia Tarr is very charismatic indeed. And you can see why many women would absolutely swoon at her, would absolutely delight in her, regale in her. And during the film, he certainly shows you, Todd Field does, how enticing the Lydia Tarr character is. There's so much to say about this film, and I've only just scratched the surface. I talk a lot more about what I think about the film Tar and about some of the people in it in my review of the film that I have written. It's available now at omoresf.medium.com. That's O, Amazon Mike, O, O, R, E, S as in Sam, F as in Frank, dot medium, dot com. And I've also posted a review, a link to the review, in the liner notes for this brand new episode of the Popcorn Reel Film Podcast. If you're here, then you already know who she is. Lydia Tarr is many things. As a conductor, Tarr began her career with the Cleveland Orchestra, Chicago Symphony Orchestra, the Boston Symphony Orchestra, until she had last arrived here at our own New York Philharmonic. In 2013, Berlin elected Tarr as its principal conductor, and she's remained there ever since. Lydia Tarr has also written music for the stage and screen. She is one of only 15 EGOTs, meaning those who have won all four major entertainment awards. Thank you for joining us, Maestro. Thank you. How's the writing going? Not so well. I keep hearing something. Schopenhauer measured a man's intelligence against his sensitivity to noise. Do you ever find yourself overwhelmed by emotion? Yes. Yes, it does happen.
We have a problem. I received another weird email. There's no reason to get caught up in any intrigue. I'm worried. She's starting to disappear into herself. You want to dance the mask? You must service the composer. You've got to supplement yourself. Your ego and, yes, your identity. You must, in fact, stand in front of the public and God and obliterate yourself. trailer from the film Tar, which is directed by Todd Field, who also wrote the screenplay for the film, and it stars Kate Blanchett. We're talking a bit more about this film on this brand new edition of the Popcorn Reel podcast. I'm Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn, and Tar is a film that is many things, just like Lydia Tar herself is many things. Tar plays as a thriller, a wickedly macabre comedy, because I think that's actually the best way to enjoy this film. And it also plays as a mild horror film as well, among other types of things, a psychodrama for sure as well. Tar is a film that will challenge you. It will challenge you. It is layered. It is dense at times. It seems to be a film that doesn't have really much of a plot to it. If you're someone who loves to stick to what's the plot, what's the plot, what's the plot, well, you might be disappointed with Tar because this is not a film that screams plot, plot, plot. This is a character study and it's a quite in-depth character study as well. Todd Field's screenplay gives all of those ingredients to a very richly complex character like Lydia Tar, And Kate Blanchett takes the baton and completely runs with it and creates with her own unique way of performing that brings this character not only to life, but larger than life. And Lydia Tarr is someone who is larger than life. In fact, before I even knew anything about this film, I thought Lydia Tarr was actually a real composer. Now, I know there aren't very many female principal composers across the globe as it is. All of the sexism and the misogyny certainly has seen to that. And the discrimination against women has certainly seen to that. There's really, I think, only one female principal conductor in the entire United States at the moment. And I think there may be only one or two or three across the globe who are principal conductors. And in this fictional film, Lydia Tarr is Germany's first female composer in a principal conductor, I should say. And so there are all of those realities that come up as well. Now, there's lots of things about this film. It deals with the politics. It deals with gender. In fact, Lydia Tarr herself doesn't seem to have time for gender classifications. And she seems to be fully vested in getting the job done, which is really what we should be all about anyway in this world. But we do know that we are living in a world that is very much a race-conscious and gender-conscious globe. One thing I forgot to say 
was about the movie Post. I wanted to add something to what I said earlier about the movie poster. And make sure you look at that movie poster. I'd rather you look at the movie poster than watch the trailer, even though, of course, I've just played the audio from the trailer. And thank you, Focus Features, for allowing that. In this particular episode, I've played that audio. But one of the things you really should look at, again, is that movie poster, because that movie poster to me is everything. And one of the things I forgot to say earlier about that movie poster is not only are we looking at someone in the movie poster that we can't see their face, not only can we not see their face, but also this person's very isolated in the darkness. And not only do we realize that the lead character, Lydia Tarr, has her arms stretched out as if she's kind of like God, perhaps, a deity of some kind. We also know that she is someone who towers above all, someone who has a lot of power, and someone who probably thinks very highly of herself. And you would be right, because when you watch Tar, you will realize that Lydia Tar does think very highly of herself, while others around her, well, they have other very definitive opinions about her. So many things go into this film. So many ingredients come out of this film. And there are clues about this film and where it may or may not end up. And all of those clues can be found if you watch carefully enough. Now, you might miss many of them in the first viewing of this film. But when you watch this film more than once, you will realize where things go and where they don't go. Now, I'm not giving anything away here. All I am recommending very highly of you to do is to watch this film. Tar is a sensational experience. At times it can be frustrating, at times it can be maddening, at times it can be exhausting, and at times it can be exasperating. But one thing it never is, is boring. And nor is Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tar. Her performance is top-notch stuff. I think Kate Blanchett is going to win an Academy Award for this performance. I don't think that anyone else this year is going to put up a better performance than this one. This is a performance that continues to astound me, and I've seen the film twice, and I will see it a third time very, very soon indeed. I want to see this film for Kate Blanchett's work in it, but I also want to see this film yet again for the mastery of the directing and the acting and Hildur Guttenotti's score. Her music score is terrific. The classical, European classical music is really good as well. Gustav Mahler and Glenn Gould and so many others. It's just an absolute delight. Bach, Beethoven. It's just lovely. If you like European classical music, you will not be disappointed with Tar. If you like great performances, you will not be disappointed with Tar. If you like great directing, you will not be disappointed at all with Tar. Same goes for the writing as well. I do think that Tar will pick up a number of awards during this awards season, including some Academy Awards as well. No doubt Oscar will be going home with Kate Blanchett sometime in 2023 for her work in Tar. You can write that down right now. And certainly, perhaps even the film itself might go home with a best picture. We'll see about that. But definitely Kate Blanchett will win for Tar. I think she is so good here and so significantly good that it's hard to deny it. 
There are some very good performers in the film, as I mentioned. Nina Haas, terrific. Naomi Merlant is very good as well. Sophie Carr plays a cellist, and she is one in real life. She plays her own music in this film. And I should say that Kate Blanchett learned to speak German. She learned to play the piano and she learned to conduct. And she does all three so very well in the film as well. So there's lots to love about Tar. There's lots to question about the film and about its lead character, its protagonist, and about what the messages are out of the film. Now, there's not one message, there's many messages, and you really can't reduce Tar down to any one thing. There's so much going on in the film, that's why it does require at least two viewings. First of all, to absorb the film, and then second of all, to really start to see the mechanics and what's going on beneath the surface. It is a great cinematic experience, and I think the way to get the best out of Tar is to watch it in a theater with a big screen and watch it with a big, really good sound system. If it's a Dolby theater, you want to get some Dolby stereo, Dolby acoustics. You've got to go into a theater where the Dolby stereo is pumped up. You need to find out where these Dolby theaters are. You need to go and look in your local town and find out where they are. Local city, find out where they are. Do a search online because you need to watch Tar in a theater where the sound is really good and you know the acoustics are good and you know it's Dolby. You know that the sound is really good digital sound because you're going to get the full effect of this film and it sounds and everything else when you have it in a big theater in a big screen on a big screen and with great sound because that is the key I think to enjoying this film as well lots of great performances an enjoyable film a challenging film an uncomfortable film but a film that will have you really thinking it's a thought-provoking effort and it is a fine effort. It's probably at this point the best film I've seen this year. In fact, no doubt about it. It is the best film I've seen so far in 2022. Such is the fact that I will be seeing it a third time, as I mentioned. I hope that you get to see it at least once. And as I say, it will be in San Francisco on October the 13th. It will also be in other cities on October the 13th in the United States and in Canada. It has been playing in both Los Angeles and New York now for just about a week. And on October the 28th, Tar will expand to a number of cities across the United States and Canada as well, beyond the ones that already is playing in. Certainly, this film looks primed for Oscar. Welcome back to the Popcorn Reel Podcast with me, Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. And I've been reviewing Tar on this episode. It stars Kate Blanchett and is written and directed by Todd Field. Tar will be released in theaters across the United States, expanding on October the 28th. Before then, on October the 13th, it will expand to San Francisco and a number of other U.S. cities. It is presently playing in New York and Los Angeles. It has been doing so since October the 7th. This film should enjoy a fairly lengthy theatrical run, and it is an independent film. It is released by Focus Features here in the United States, and it will be 
getting an international play, not just in Canada, but beyond Canada over the next few months and into the new year, particularly next year in January and February and March, especially will be where it gets a global release. Here in the United States, the film is rated R by the Motion Picture Association, rated R specifically for some brief language, for some language and brief nudity. The film's running time is two hours and 38 minutes. I could say so much more about Tar, but I won't do that. I have written a review of the film, and it can be found at the following website, omoresf.medium.com. That's at the Medium platform. The website again, omores, as in Sam, F as in Frank, dot medium.com. I have also tweeted out the review of Tar that I wrote on the Twitter handle at the popcorn R E E L. That's where you can follow yours truly. And also, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple and numerous other podcasting platforms. On YouTube, there is the Popcorn Reel channel. Subscribe to that as well, won't you please? Popcorn R E E L. Type that into the search engine on YouTube and you'll get the channel. You subscribe right now. There's lots of video and audio there for you to listen to and watch. Most recently, my audio commentary of the film Phantom Thread for you to enjoy in all of its feature length. I really would appreciate if you listened to that and listen to it while you're actually watching Phantom Thread. I think you'd really get some enjoyment out of it, if I may say so. There is the popcornreel.com website, which categorizes all the reviews I've done up until 2020. And I will be revamping the site to include more recent reviews so that you will be able to get more on that website. But that's coming up in the next few weeks or so. That's it for now on this edition of the Popcorn Real Podcast. I'm Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. I highly recommend the film Tar. I really hope you do go out and see it. Let me know what you thought of it. Drop me a line, won't you, on Twitter at the Popcorn R-E-E-L. I've also included a link of my review of the film in the liner notes of this particular episode of the Popcorn Real Podcast. That's it for now. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Omar Moore, and until next time, I'll see you at the movies. <laughs>